Good day, and let us spin you a cracking yarn. Four bonds of mates on a ripper adventure through fantasy Australia, where every bugger wants to kill your face. It's Dungeons and Dragons, except down under, we call it Dungeons and Drongos. Dunnies, dingoes, drop G'day, Goanna, Icevovo, Tinshed, Dunny, we are back for a brand new Dungeons and Drongos adventure, kicking off a whole new 50 episodes. But uh, before we get too excited, let's go around the room, let's find out your name, your character name, class, race, and I want to know what your character wants out of the next 50 episodes, because I need ideas for stories. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Suzanne. I play Mackenzie, Bitch Elf Wizard. Um, and out of the next 50 episodes, I would love to play some actual D&D. That would be amazing. Rude. Sick <laughs> Shots fired. I would also like to put to rest some ghosts of idiots past. Well. I'm sick of meth face. I'm sick of bird's eye. I would like them all to go away. Uh, that would be at, great. Just looking at my notes, that's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to skip this one. Me? Can I skip this one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Harris. I play Halfling Ranger G'day. And G'day would like to get a bit taller. Because <laughs> um, I don't know if she's been through, like, pu- when do halflings go through puberty? You wish you were a bit taller. You wish you were a baller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what she wants for the next 50th episodes. I can't deliver on any of these things so far. <laughs> let's, let's continue with your wild dreams. Somebody, what do you want, Zach? This would be uh, interesting. <laughs> Hey, I'm Zach, and I play Tiefling Fighter Plank, and late at night sometimes, Plank likes to look up at the stars, and he thinks, this world is so small, surely there's got to be something else out there, and Plank would like one day to meet aliens, maybe fight them, maybe make love with an alien, and stuff like that. Okay, so... Low, low expectations going forward. And oddly enough, that's probably the most maintainable. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. you guys want to go to the moon? Yeah. I want right. a twelve-episode arc. Twelve okay. arc. Yep. Where um we go to a different planet. Nice. All right. And um, I'm Luke. just fantasy England. It's basically like Planet Hulk, but mm. Planet Plank. Planet Plank. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a bad idea. I'll make a note of that. Um, yeah, I'm Luke. I'm the DM. I'm the one that has to contend with this and make sense of it all. Uh, and as always, you guys have no idea what this story is. I only knew what the story was about two days ago. Um, and to pull back the curtain and show my sausage again <laughs> that that's kind of what happens is every time we do an adventure i just think oh fuck i'm all out of adventures there is absolutely nothing left i've got nothing and then somehow uh we pull something together and that is the case again today i, I have something for you um we'll see how it goes after our uh, epic 50 and thanks to everybody who supported us through the 50 and huge thanks again to our special guests who were very amazing. And you guys did not know that they were going to be there. No. no. It was a pleasant surprise, even though it was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is very good to have you guys back. Uh, we're going to do a classic D&D two-parter um, going forward. And you guys, your characters, have been through quite a lot lately. It has been a pretty rough few episodes. 
Mm. Um, because I remember everybody was miserable after the whole <laughs> Keith um, legend joke bloke theatre fiasco. Yeah, I was miserable. True. I was angry. And then you had to go into the lighthouse, and that did not turn out well. No. Oh no, that, everybody. No. We had the squid. The squid in the Titan. Yes. And then we had... The lighthouse. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, you had you were replaced last week. Mm. Yes. So you're back. It's been a bit rough. I'd actually like to open this, not with pros. <laughs> Too rough for Plank. Yeah. <laughs> you open the toilet door, and there he is hanging. What? No. <laughs> we just leveled you up. That's a dark twist. Well, yeah, he's too strong. <laughs> well, well, that is the other uh, bit of information that Suzanne's just blurted out. A um, bit of uh, this other pet bit of uh, sausage making. We have finally leveled you up. I thought that your characters had been put through the ringer so much that you would have certainly strengthened and toughened up a bit after that experience. So, as of today's episode, you were all level. Seven! Eight! Woo! Seven. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you caught me! Yeah, <laughs> sneaky. Uh, you are level seven. And uh, your manager, Wenzo, this is your briefing mm-hmm. in the old uh, How's Moving shithole. Now, having uh, been concurrently living two realities. Can I just interrupt for a second, Wenzo? Yes. Last time I was talking to some of the other people. From the other universe. Oh, yes. And there, Wenzo makes them breakfast ah, every morning. yes. Well, maybe uh, you'd like to go and live in that universe, Plank. <laughs> I would. All right. You're not my real dad. All right. Well, come back when you've... Come and visit, won't you? <laughs> anyway, um, it made me a little bit nostalgic. Aww. It made me a little bit nostalgic for the old days, thinking back to uh, all the things that we've done. And I rang up old mate Jolo. <gasps> On the Chatterpillar. You guys remember Jolo? Nope. I get a look from Mackenzie that makes me feel she doesn't remember Jolo. He's the pie only guy. Once. Oh, Jolo only friendly, <laughs> The friendly. The only live once. <laughs> That's it. Of the now owns and runs the friendly bloke Pie Mine. Shaft. And I got a very good deal from him on Pie Wagon 2.0. What? <laughs> and he reveals. Down in uh, outside the moving castle, under a, a new sort of garage area, which has been put together with old <laughs> bits of corrugated iron and, and wire, a new wagon. It's uh, similar to the other one. Uh, it's a bit beat up, but it's got a fresh coat of paint. It has "Friendly Bloke Pie Mine" written on the side. So hang on, we've got like a time and space traveling like shithole. That appears in bushes wherever we want it to go in exchange for the occasional item that we give the creepy wizard downstairs. Yes? Yes. So why do we need another... This is cool. Yes, well, it's going to get us into more remote areas where Mm. the... uh, Where time and space doesn't reach. Where the shithole is not (laughs) going to fit. Not every shithole's as big as yours, Mackenzie. (laughs) (laughs) We all remember that. It's also more inconspicuous. And I just thought it might be nice when we're travelling into remote areas... It's a to, brand. ...to get on, the, get on the road and look around and maybe seek out adventure in some of the more remote places uh, in the old wagon. We're the pie wagon mystery team. Yes! Mm. You don't miss it, Mackenzie? No, I was really enjoying the elbow room. All right, well... And mostly this, elbows. Uh, my birthday's coming up, so next time you want to give me a gift, I'll prepare to whine and be grateful <laughs> about that as well, shall I? Go ahead. 
So, um, yeah, I thought that'd be a bit fun, getting to the pie wagon. We've got two new humpy horses, and they're a little bit uh, rough around the edges. They're a little oh. bit scruffy, but they're uh, up for the job. What and are they called? What, what would you like to call them? Uh, Humpity and Dumpity. No. Fine. <laughs> Fine. I don't know. Um, uh, mm, she nodded. What about it? G'day. All right, we'll call them G'day. Uh, <laughs> and what about it? G'day and what about it? <laughs> we can name them in honour of our t- alternate selves. Clank. Huru and Clank. Blank. I was thinking of my alternative selves, alternative self. <laughs> Your alternative selves uh, down oh, under self. Oh, yes. Blank. Clank. So Clank. No, wasn't it? Nah. <laughs> There's so too many of me in the world. <laughs> there is. So there was the, but there was a Clank and there was a Lank. Yeah, Clank's the down under version of Blank. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, this pie wagon's dope. Thank you, Plank. I bet you feel like a real Plank for the whole breakfast thing now. Plank grabs his own shirt and, like, flicks it up. He doesn't know what he's doing. It's gross. But it's, like... Gross. And then he whispers pimping to himself. Yes. (laughs) All right. Yes, it is is quite pimping, isn't it, everyone? I hate it. Don't you? You hate it, too? I hate Plank. Oh, okay, yes. (laughs) Well, I'm not super keen on you right now, guys. Are you there? On who? What? <laughs> no, I'm with you. He said it after the... I said it. Oh, look. See, this is the problem. We need to bond. We need to rediscover each other. So let's get in the wagon. I've got a, a little bit of a mission for us. I've got a lead, and I thought we could head out in the wagon and go and investigate in the deep bush. Yes. And the remote town of Buggered Up. Yes. Have we been to Buggered Up before? I don't think we've been to Buggered Up. But down in Buggered Up. The old cop shop is having a few problems with some missing officers. And I thought that we could go down there to bug it up, go down to their ye old copper shoppy, and uh, find out what's going on and see if we can sort this out. Pass. I'm in. You're in. <laughs> we don't Planks, like police. Planks out. We don't like the fuzz. I didn't think we had an awful lot of Wait. feelings about police. We've certainly <laughs> not met any. That's a very anti-establishment We've obviously view. all met police. Weren't we all arrested when we started this? No, no, we're on a work for the doll program. I was... At the beginning of this adventure, guys, I was a hardcore alcoholic. I'm admitting it. (laughs) We knew that. (laughs) And I only... I drink a bit now, but not as much. Plank, the police do very, very good work for the community, and it wouldn't hurt for us to go and give them a hand. Okay. Mm. I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) I had no objection, I guess. I like uniforms. Let's do it. Well, yes, you might you might find a potential partner. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but sure. All right. So, uh, you get into the wagon. Uh, it's very similar on the inside to your old one because it's a, a very similar model. So, um, it won't take long to get yourselves comfortable. Shotgun. And uh, you can sit uh, up the front. And um, you leave the shithole, which, you know, gets itself uh, reasonably close into a, a field, but then you get to go through uh, more dangerous, thick uh, bushland, um, through narrow roads, to the small town of uh, Up, which really consists um, mostly of a, a main street with um, a few buildings there. There's, there's not too much. Um, there's a traveller's lodge, a blacksmith. Um, a couple of stores, and um, there's a little river that runs through it, 
and their police station is one of the biggest buildings and it is right on the edge of uh, the river. There's also a little sentry post as well. So uh, this is an area that um, really has been built as a, a bit of um, an outpost to service the farms that are around uh the area and um so the sort of like farmland on one side and then really quite dense hostile bush on the other side so um the police station is there would you like to go and visit yeah yeah do we check in with the sentry or something um no you don't have to if you if you're going past um someone is up there and they smile and they wave you in. You are, you're definitely being expected. Wenzo's um, out the front of the cart. He's waving back and um, the guy's beckoning for you to go and park over by the police station. Cool. Where a uh, tall but broad-faced, um, waxed-moustached policeman uh, steps out, sees you guys coming, and he steps out to greet you. Good eye. He knows uh, your name. <laughs> Hello? Who are you? Nice mustache. My name is Copperfield. Oh. <laughs> first name? My first name is Fred. Fred Feel. But you can call me Copperfield. <laughs> All right. Uh, of course we can. Because I'm on the job right now, and when I'm on the job, I'd like to be referred to as a copper, for that's what I am. And welcome to our copper shop. What are the odds that this entire adventure is built around that pun? <laughs> What pun? I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> Never mind. Is Wenzo with us? Oh, he waved goodbye. Oh, that's right. Well, he's, he's in the he's in the wagon, doing some paperwork. Well, he's just, he's assumedly uh, prepared this. So is he? We don't need him. Us? We don't need him. I've just introduced myself, love. This is a well, what, what more of an introduction would you, would <laughs> you right. like? I am Plank. Leader of nice, the team. Nice to meet you, Plank. That's not true. I'm G'day. I'm here to solve a mystery. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, let me tell you what's happening. Normally things are pretty quiet around here. Mm-hmm. It's uh, pretty easy, to be honest, being a copper in these parts. Uh, the most ch- biggest challenge we tend to get is when a local swaggy steals a jumbucker. Mm-hmm. And uh, goes running off, and we usually chase him and uh, wave our stick around at him. Um, usually, like bash him on the head, head for a little bit, and uh, it, it's usually fine. They usually like jump in the billabong, and that's it. Sounds good. However, a couple of our coppers lately, namely Copper Squat <laughs> and Copper Squiz <laughs> and Copper Gander. <laughs> <laughs> have gone out on patrol ready to hit a swaggy or something with a stick and have not come back and in all cases we're heading down to the buggered up billabong where I think something buggered up is happening if you'll pardon my all right. dwarvish <laughs> guys I've got a plan as long as it's not going to the billabong I am fine um, I do not like billabongs you guys <laughs> Not immediately. We've got a lovely billabong. Well, what's your problem with billabongs? I have a lot of problems with billabongs. Mainly bunyips. Mm, but they're just a legend, aren't they? Oh, are they? Well, as far as I know, I've never bloody seen one. Well, we've oh, seen well, an then... awful lot of random shit in our time. Um, and I'm not really willing to discount anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Just the idea of a legendary bunyip. <laughs> Look, Still being alive fills oh. me with laughter. Foreshadowing. If a man um, with that kind of mustache 
says it's safe, then I will go. I bit the wax in my mustache on it. Oh, well, that was easy. <laughs> why don't you ask the, the person who, like, lived in the bush their whole life if, it, if it's safe? Mackenzie, you bush pig. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think we'll be fine. I got this. I have a plan. <laughs> it involves a very large sheep hide. Yes. Where do we find one? Very large sheep hide. Well, the thing is, when we have very large sheep, the farmers tend to uh, shear them and mm. turn their wool into to products. But there are very large sheep around here. Yeah, we need a hide. Well, um, there's a farm not too far down the road. Mm-hmm. If you uh, just go up there, turn right, you'll see a farm out on the outskirts of town. Okay. Um, they have uh, quite a lot of jumbuckers. You might be able to negotiate something with the farmer down there. All right, guys, we're going undercover. As a sheep? Yep. We're going to wander out and uh, get get snagged. That sounds worse. I think that... If, I think it's genius. Well, but if we were going to dress up as something, wouldn't we dress up as police officers? Ooh. Well, that would keep them away. I do no, look good in a uniform. police officers are missing. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> I liked my sheep. <laughs> Your sheep sounds like a monstrous, <laughs> monstrous idea. I'd be a little baby sheep. <laughs> I figured we'd all go on the same one. I mean, we've, we've ascertained that the jumbuckers are like fucking mountains. Yes. I... Yes, yeah, so you'd have the, the bulk and the wool part down. What about the face and the legs? <laughs> I have a plan that suits everyone. Mackenzie? Please, sheep. You dress as a sheep. I will ride you into the paddock and G'day, dressed as a police officer, will chase me. How about I smack you upside the head and cut off your tusks and keep them? Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make you guys honorary constables for this case. (gasps) Wow. I'm going to give you each a badge and a bashing stick. Hmm. And why don't you go out there, look for clues, and solve the mystery of my missing copper squad. My police name is Copper Peace. My (laughs) police name is Care, because I care about everyone. (laughs) Okay. Copper Care. Copper Care. (laughs) Hey, you said we were constables. And you seem like a very stable level person. How about you be constable constable? (laughs) (laughs) Just spitballing. I'm scanning the table for something I can throw. (laughs) Everything's heavy or sharp. Alright. Save it for the swaggies, love. Oh, fuck off. Shall we? Yes. Do we put our uniforms on? Yep, so it leads you to uniforms. Now, they're not going to fit because you are a, a very uh, uh, strange bunch. selection of, of people, but um, you'll do your best. And now you look like um, Police Academy 7 Mission to Moscow. <laughs> I imagine it's like Plank hasn't buttoned up the shirt, so it's open. Mackenzie's tied hers up in a bikini kind of situation. And G'day's is like a dress. Yes, well, look, not not the sharpest looking lot I've ever seen, but you certainly have enthusiasm, and that's the main thing. So, the billabong, go over the bridge, go deep into the bush, uh, the track will end after a while, and uh, to the side there, you will see the billabong. What time of the day is it? It is um, getting to dusk. Okay, so we're going to pretend we're on patrol, yeah? Yeah. Just patrol on the billabong, guys. That's right. We're going to whistle a bit. We're yes. Swagger. Yes, mm-hmm. I've only got one whistle, but you can share it. Who would like to take hold of that? Uh, not me. I will. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I've, I've got a good feeling about this. Here you go. <laughs> Thank you. All right. If well, there's any problems, 
Yes. Just whistle on it. I won't come running. I'm going to look after the station. But you guys go out there and do your best. Why do I have this whistle then? I meant whistle like as in whistle a jaunty tune so they can hear us coming. Oh, that makes sense. But sure, now you have a whistle. So good work. In case there's problems. Just in case. If we want to make a lot of noise suddenly. Alright, guys. The bill run! So you guys um, head off uh, down to the billabong and uh, you're going through quite dense bush um, but it's it's eerily quiet. You hear distant birds and things but there's um, not a lot to see uh, but there is a sort of oppressive feeling as you um, go through and sure enough just as the direction said you soon come to a, a clearing where there is a billabong. A um, large pond of water which um, has a a bit of a skin on it. Um, It's a little bit rank and uh, it's surrounded by really heavy um, foliage and little foliage. Caves around the side. Did they foliage? Oh, I said foliage. No, I said foliage. Foliage. Finally, I said something that made Suzanne laugh. 51 episodes. You said a dumb thing. Oh, it won't be the first dumb thing you said. It certainly won't be the last. That's true. Mm. Well. Um, Billabong looks fine, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't see anything uh, around just at a, a quick glance, unless you would like to do more than that. Nope. Looks, we can probably go. I, I'm going to do an arcana check after G'day does whatever she's about to do. I'm going to do a nature check. Nice. Okay. We're so rarely out in actual nature. I know. Ten. All right. Um, you do notice some strange tracks are some sort of creature. And um, they are heading from out of the billabong and across the mud along the edge of it and going off into um, the deeper brush there. Mm-hmm. And they're not something that I recognise? Uh, they're kind of a flippery claw thing. Okay. They are a little unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. And um, the creature looks to be reasonably large. Okay. I don't think. I think that's probably just some wind has made those. <laughs> Interesting. Might as well go home, guys. No. Are we going to keep these uniforms? No, we're I'm not there. going. I don't want to be here. I don't like billabongs. <laughs> well, it went out of the billabong. I'm going to do a perception check. Okay. It, works. Yep. it means it's behind us. <laughs> and that was a critical miss. Yep, you're not. Uh, you haven't seen the billabong yet. <laughs> You're facing the opposite direction. I'm, I'm braiding my I'll hair. I'll have a quick fear-filled squint. Okay. <laughs> um, you know too much. What is it? Um, <laughs> perception. So 22. Okay. Now, Plank, would you say <laughs> that the billabong gives you the willies? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, you're getting even more of the willies because what you notice uh, not too far from the billabong edge is what looks like a yellowed human leg bone. (laughs) 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 And it looks like it has been gnawed by small teeth. Okay. Well, it's an awful lot of things. Awful lot of animals that can chew on a bone. We are also in the middle of park, uh, like 
paddock land. There's no knowing that this is a human. Yeah, we. This is probably the police officer. How do we know this wasn't how he was when he left? That's true. A leg. Mystery solved. Yeah. The the police officer's gnawed leg walked out to the billabong. Maybe. Okay. Maybe he hopped out here. Um, no, I don't think that's what happened, Blake. I'm, I'm going to go over and have a closer look at the remains <laughs> Is it the to other see if there's not... anything identifiable. Well, he, he rolled a 19 on... I'm a 20-something on perception, so... Okay, so uh, did I think you he's see got, any, he's, like, he's, ruins around the bones? Is there, like, police uniform, We can go fabric, look straps? at it. No, it really is just the bone and the, the gnaw marks. Um, it looks relatively fresh. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't know what to do, guys. And there is, um... Is it actually in the... Half in the water? No, it's not. No. It's on the shore. Okay. I have a question. G'day. Yeah? Can you talk to fish? No. Mm. You can track things. You track fish? I don't really need a track of fish. <laughs> <laughs> I point at the billabong. They're, they're probably in there. <laughs> Way to go. I just feel like I'd like to know if there's, you know, a couple of corpses at the bottom of this billabong. Could be. I bet there definitely is. Um, no doubt. <laughs> um, I can... Yes, I can... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I haven't been in nature a lot yeah. in a long time, yeah. guys. It's overwhelming. <laughs> You'd probably, the fresh air is yeah. like... <laughs> With the role you had, you'd probably be able to follow the tracks you found. Yes, that's what I want to do. Plank, are you going to come? I'm not staying here by myself. Come on. Come on then, let's do it. All right. You follow the tracks and you haven't gone far. You're sort of going around the edge of the billabong into that area where there's um, kind of small pools of water and little caves. And you hear a creature yelping. It's a high-pitched, pained yelp a cry for help and uh it's definitely a creature in distress and there is some thrashing about in the water i'd say that sounds like something in a trap um run towards it okay you are confronted with two creatures Mm -hmm. one attacking the other now can i get you to roll nature again and let's see how much you know about these things uh, nine. Not much. <laughs> you, I, I think um, there's sort of enough, com- you know, you didn't roll a one. Creature <laughs> that is doing the attacking has a thick, dark fur and it has a duck bill and a flat tail and a mass of writhing tentacles. It is a plactopus. <laughs> I saw that coming. Which is nothing like a, a quacker, clearly. No. Nope. Because it has a massive writhing tentacles. <laughs> yes. So, is Gadea the only one who knows what this is? But I finally... Um, a plactopus is a common enough animal that you Although guys... Although those little rat things that we met on the island were apparently very similar to a platypus. No, that's what I just said, that they weren't. <laughs> clearly, because of the writhing... <laughs> tentacles. <laughs> I've just cleared up a okay. zoological mystery <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> Before it looked like I was really wrong. Now <laughs> it's very clear I was right when you go, oh, now I see the fantasy Australian platypus. Uh-huh. I can yeah. see that it's completely different. Mm-hmm. It's a plactopus and it has tentacles. Okay. Don't interrupt me from munching on those sour grapes. <laughs> so it is um, got its tentacle around a large creature. But this thing, by all accounts, guys, looks like a bunyip. And that <laughs> is weird because budge bunyips <laughs> are supposed to be... It's weird on so many fronts. Legendary. Mm-hmm. No one's really seen one. People talk about them. 
but it's certainly like this sort of mixture of a land creature and an aquatic creature. Um, it's got fur, it's got a kind of um, dog-like face, but uh, it's sort of elongated, it's got big leathery ears. Um, but the thing about it is, you would remember bunyips being described as quite dangerous creatures, and, and creatures that could um, readily defend themselves. But this thing looks soft and Aww. flabby. <laughs> and um, it's chubby and there's something like almost cartoony about its face. Its eyes are really large and it's really looking in trouble as this platypus tries to choke the fuck out of it in the shallow water. I'm going to make a really loud noise in order to... Plank steps out of the them. bushes, sees what's happening, immediately turns around and just starts running. And he gets the others on the caterpillar and he's like, Abort! Abort mission! Abort mission! <laughs> What? What are you running away Bunny from? Bunny! Bunny! <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to point out at this point, there's been a lot of energy devoted to going, oh, this is a legendary creature. I've literally got, like, a coil of sphinx hair in a pocket and, like, a silver galah thing that turns into a real galah and flies. Like, we've seen an awful lot of weird legendary mm, shit. True. But no one's seen one of these. Not even me, and I've lived in the bush, guys. Yeah. Yeah, you people have seen. He's not there. People have seen drawings and paintings of these things, but but here is one, and it is getting throttled. All right, shall we intervene? Yes. All right. Cool. Initiative. Yes. Sixteen for me. Twenty-two for me. And then what are you going to do, Plank? You're running away. I'm just, just going to keep running. Okay, let's put you in the initiative anyway, and then you can just keep <laughs> keep running. Or one. Okay. <laughs> I try to run and just immediately trip over. That's no, it's not three. Oh, three. <laughs> you only get criticals if you're attacking. <laughs> or All saving. Good day. You are first. I'm going to. I'm just going to hit the Plactopus. Yes. With my staff, not the stabby end. So I'm just going to like bludgeon it. Okay. Smack it. Yeah. So you go running into the water and give yeah. it, take give a, it a s- smack. What What's the height? What, like, how big is this thing? Its body is probably about the size of, like, a kind of fat human, but it obviously has the feeling of taking up a lot more space because it's got tentacles lashing wow. around. I thought it was smaller, <laughs> but I'm committed <laughs> to my decision. Um, 15? That's a hit. 8 damage. Okay, doesn't take um, a lot off it. Um, um, but it has become aware of you. Like, it's uh, eyes, which are kind of embedded on the side of its head. <laughs> um, very animalistic creature. Like, the, 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 the bunyip looks like there's some sort of brain behind there, whereas this Plactopus looks like a pure uh, monster. Alrighty. And it rolls an eye back at you and, like, screeches with its bill, and you see that there are lots of little triangular teeth inside its bill. <laughs> Um, I'm going to use my double attack and get it with, shoot, try and shoot it, like, in one of its tentacles with my Akadaka. I don't think you can swap weapons if you're using oh, an extra right. attack. Well, I'll just bloody hit it again. Yeah. <laughs> you begin swing your staff around and hit it with the other end. Yeah, we'll slash it this time. Okay. Because it's got little teeth. Yeah. <laughs> 19. Another hit. 11 damage. Okay. So you have its attention. Good. But it hasn't hasn't released its grip on the creature that looks to be a bunyip. Then it's you, Mackenzie. What would you like to do? All right. I'm going to shoot him in the body. Yep. um, With a Melf's acid arrow. Okay. So, and I'm going to use the variant on my staff. So it's a plus eight. Yep. Instead of a plus five. 
20. Yes. And how far away from the creature are you going to be while you're doing this? Well, we just came into sight and then we stopped. He ran away and we started and fighting. Vidae ran in and he's doing close I, combat fighting. Yeah, okay. So she's right up against it. I'm probably, I don't know, like 15, 20 feet back. Yep, that's fine. All right. So it's um, seven acid damage and then I'll roll again for an additional thing at his next turn. Okay, yep, if you can remember to do that. Yes. All right, so the acid is burning into it. Um, it's still quite a lot of creature that hasn't been affected yet, though, so it's still thrashing about. It's its turn now, um, and it does have multi-attack. It can make three attacks. So it lashes out at Yugaday with one of its tentacles, and that is just a nine, which is not going to hit. It tries again, and that's a 23. Now you have a bonus yes. here. So this is one of your new level seven Whee! abilities. Yes. Okay. So the first one missed, right? Yeah. And what was the second one? The second one is 23. So on my... Oh, so with my new thingy, if on the second time a creature attacks me in a multi-attack, my AC goes up plus four. Which makes it 22. So it yes. just hits you. You rat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so that is actually going to be 18 damage. No! I felt that. Yeah, it's a big hit. Oh, it's smart! And it's also going to try to grapple you. So can you please do a strength DC 13 is what we're looking for. A strength check. <laughs> oh, natural. Okay. So... So you, uh, you like flex and bulge. You managed to just slip clean out of its grasp there. Like an oiled potato. And then with its last attack, it's going to take a bite at the bunyip, which it is still holding, and that does hit. So it bites into the bunyip's fleshy underbelly and it squeals in pain. Uh, then it's you, Plank. You just keep running. You can hear this fight happening and see that your two friends are definitely... Uh, Plank, you son of a bitch, get back here. <laughs> How far did I make it? What's your speed? 30 foot. About, yeah, so about 30 feet. Okay. I, is there any trees around me? There's a lot of trees, yes. Hmm. <laughs> I have also leveled up and have a new spell called Misty Step. <laughs> yeah. It's way cooler than it's it sounds. It's a Led Zeppelin song. Step Misty for me. <laughs> um, it basically allows me to teleport 30 feet. All right. Well, that's, that's, that's appropriate. So I... That'll, that'll bring you up in line with Mackenzie. <clears throat> teleport, like, towards them... Yeah, but up into a tree. Okay, like onto a tree branch. All right, can you? So give no me, one can touch me. Give me an acrobatics <laughs> check to make sure that you manage to grab onto this. Great <laughs> All right. So, how high is this tree branch? Well, thirty foot. <laughs> well, it would. It's thirty feet in the direction. We say it. Let's say it's just roll one d six. Now this is Pythagoras theorem. So you've got thirty feet as a diagonal line. Fifteen feet, right? One d six for every branch I hit. Five. I just take five damage as you land on a branch and uh, like Roll to see if I dodge you clothesline, you dick on it, and then <laughs> fall sideways and hit the ground pretty heavily. Ladies and gentlemen, our tank. <laughs> and then it's back to you, Gadea. Um, I am going to try and shoot this thing with my Akadaka now. Okay, so you're splashing around in the water. You've managed to get out of the way of its tentacle yes. and you're pulling the akadaka off your back and taking a shot. Yeah, akadaka off your backer. Uh, yes. 
Um, That'll hit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, 12 damage for that one, and then I'll try and shoot it again. Yep. 20. You will hit. And another 8 damage. Okay, now I'm actually going to give it more damage than that because you're shooting electric arrows into mm -hmm. the water, but the problem is the current goes through and also hits the bunyip no. that it's coiled around <laughs> and it squeals in pain <laughs> as well and goes... Because <laughs> it's been... You can see its skeleton for a second. <laughs> uh, then it's you, G'day. I mean, Mackenzie. Fucking son of a... All right. Um, having seen this and quickly revising an initial plan, um, oh, it takes the acid damage, doesn't it? It to does. Begin with? I just have to roll thing again. It's only a little bit. Yes, yeah, so it's four. Okay. So okay. that arrow is still sinking into its skin. Every yep. little bit helps Mackenzie. It's more than Plank did. Yeah, it's true. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to cast Scorching Ray. Just three rays of fire um, that I throw at him. Okay. So I make a ranged attack for each one. Yeah. Um, it's not going to hit. Uh, 24. 12. No. Only one of them hits. Yeah, okay, cool. The other two just fizzle out in the water. Embarrassing. Turn into steam. Alright. What was the first one I just rolled? A four. It's a four. Okay. Um, so nine fire damage. Alright, this thing's looking quite hurt now. It's bloodied and uh, not enjoying this attack, which is um, distracting it from its prey. And its tentacle releases on the bunyip, which flops into the water dazed, um, but isn't ready to move yet. Uh, and the Plactopus takes another swing at you, G'day, which is 19. Yep. So that's a hit. So this is going to be hurting again. <laughs> 13 damage. Mm -hmm. And you'll have to escape a grapple again. Nine? No. <laughs> so now you are held by it. The tentacle is around you and it's starting to squeeze you. So you'd have to break out of it before you can attack again. Okay. And then it goes to you, Plank. I sit up <laughs> from my horrendous fall. Yes. I look around. And I shoot magic missile at the fight. Okay. At the Plactopus? At both of them. I really mind. They're both horrible monsters. Well, you can't miss, so you got to choose what your Ooh, targets yeah. are. Probably the Plactopus. One of, one of them is a threat at the moment. What was the it called? Plactopus. Plactopus. Yes. I'll shoot all three of the Plactopus. Six damage. All right. Every little bit counts, G'day. <laughs> and speaking of G'day, it is back to you, G'day. You will have to do a DC 13 strength check to break free. Uh, yes. Yay, okay. You break free. Can I move it? How bad is it looking? It's pretty hurt. A bit rough. Um, a bit rough around the edges. <laughs> Can I move away from it and then attack it? No. It'll oh. get an attack of opportunity on you. Depends if how nimble. Broke, if she just broke free, though, I mean, I kind of feel like that is the attack. It, it will get to swing at you. I'm gonna cast. You this have an elusive thing, don't you? An elusive thing. Yeah. Like, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go in. All in. In the water. <laughs> I'm already in the water. <gasps> just go underneath. It's shallow water. Um, I'm gonna Slow cast. Down. Yeah, short. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna shoot it again. I, all right. <laughs> Does this mean you get electrocuted? No. I'm shooting it. I in feel like you standing in water shooting an electric bow. It doesn't. It doesn't spread out that far. Oh, okay. But the current went through its tentacle to the other creature. 
Maybe if I rolled like a critical miss a little bit. <laughs> 19? Yes, that's a hit. 12 damage on the first one. Mm-hmm. And uh, 22, uh, 14 damage on the second one. Whoa. All right. It's not looking good. Your turn, Mackenzie. Um, I'm going to cast Fireball. Um, and the creature's eyes are wide. It's starting to panic. I have sculpt spells. Do you think I can get away with throwing a Fireball at it without hitting G'day or the Out Cold Bunyip thing? Yeah, I think so. Sculpt spells lets you choose the target, doesn't it? Yeah. It's just each creature in a 20-foot radius sphere centered You'll just on have to point. sphere it around the back of it or something. Okay. Cool. Um, fire resistant-ish. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so it's an automatic, but you've got to do a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Which I assume is over 15. It's 14 I've rolled. Uh, no, I think that's right. I think you're okay. I'm fine. Yes. Yep. So I take half damage. You do. So four d6s. Hang on. So 12 damage. Okay. This thing, um, it's singed, it's hurt, the tentacles shrivel up to its sides and its eyes are wild and it's looking ready to retreat. It opens up its duck bill and lets out a horrible screeching sound. Now, can everyone please roll constitution save for me? I'm looking for DC 14. 20. 9. 11. Okay, so Mackenzie... And G'day, you are stunned by this horrible screeching thing. Um, it just completely stops you in your tracks. You drop your weapons and cover your ears. Plank, you manage to fight it off, but you're also not close to this creature. And it uses this moment where the only person that is um, in melee reach is stunned to slip back into the water and very quickly like swim away leaving a, a trail of um thick cloudy dark blood in the water behind it and uh, it? it is gone you can give it a shot it's got a pretty good lead on you and it's quite fast i just want to i run up to get and grab a no Akadaka? no she, do it she's <laughs> But by the time you would do this, this thing would have gone underwater through the... There's lots of rocks, lots of little caves. It knows. Do you just want to look like you're trying to help? <laughs> I was trying to help. <laughs> There's also this other thing we have to kill. It knows this area a lot better than you, and um, it disappears. And the I'm like, yeah, you better run. Bunyipi creature is quite close to you, G'day, and it looks at you with really big eyes... And its face, which has been so alarmed, breaks into a strange toothy grin. Oh. And it's got lots of um, weird fangs. And it says, <laughs> Oh, my, my, miss, I love you. <laughs> G'day, it's coming for you. Like, it's you saw my best friend. <laughs> me gonna stay with you forever and ever. Me all my life to you. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet you, friend. What's your name? My name is Dip Dip Shit. I speak things. I can talk words. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Are you okay? You, yes, you it was scratchings and bitings <laughs> and smackings <laughs> and chokings me. G'day, be careful. Just because it can talk doesn't mean it's smart. Hello, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, oh, Misa, so hungry. <laughs> Misa not supposed to come up here and see you two-legged peoples, but Misa, so hungry. Hey, 
hangry. I feel slightly racist. Yes, <laughs> it's so hungry. What do you eat? Well, normally the half-faced man in waters and we eat them. But lately, no half-faced man be dropping and splashing in the waters. <laughs> and because there's no half-faced man, me so hungry and me looking for place to eat. But everything want to eat me. And me so soft and squishy. <laughs> I'm gonna roll initiative <laughs> to kill it. What's it? I'm with you. Wait, can I just? You stay there, friend. I'm gonna talk to my my gang. Oh, big boss, you're gonna be so <laughs> mad at me. Guys, what are, what are you thinking means? I don't know, but I hate it. I'll try it. Speak his language. <laughs> oh dear. No. Hi, friend. <laughs> Hello. I think I'm connecting. I mean, so ask him to take us back to his house no i don't want to go but why did i suggest that <laughs> i hear does he hair face <gasps> saying hair he, me- face? he means like a a squatter does he mean- has been jumping into a billabong and then being eaten by a bunyip but that hasn't happened for a while like so, humans yeah ah. so like policemen with mustaches yes and then we hear what is um totally recognizable as a panicked jumbuck bleating from the billabong where you first arrived. And then just as suddenly as it started, the bleeding stops. Aww. Wow, that was uh, over quickly. I want to run over to it. Okay, are you just straight bolting over to where it was? Um... Actually, I might. I learnt my lesson from just doing that just now, so I might go like more stealthily over to see what's happening. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to use your new stealth power? Yes. Why not? And you can cast that on the whole group. This is passed without trace. Yes, and it lasts an hour. So you'll get. So can everyone? Are you, is anyone else going with G'day? That's the first question. Yeah, I'll go with G'day. I'm not staying by myself. All right. <laughs> you said that last time. With and the then you <laughs> Can everyone roll stealth then and add a ten bonus to it? 22. 15. 20. Okay. So um, you managed to hug the bush and peer through the leaves and see by the side of the billabong where you first arrived two grizzled, gross-looking, smelly swagmen um, have wandered out of the bushes and are uh, pulling apart a freshly slaughtered jumbuck and gobbling at it greedily and they're getting blood in their beards and yeah. they're cackling to each other and um, starting to like sit down and, and, and kind of uh, relax a bit while they eat this meat. There's your pelt, Mackenzie. That's so gross. That's not... Hey, can you put him to sleep? Yes. <laughs> I can. I'm going to use sleep. Okay. Give it a shot. You probably only use it on one, though. Yeah. You'll only be able to use it on one. Oh, well, that's no fun. 29. It doesn't work. Nothing happens. Oh, I need a nap now. <laughs> and the two are just, like, cackling. And uh, you can't see their faces very um, clearly. And one of them starts to light a... Um, 
campfire and they're kind of sitting there chuckling away and oh, uh, dudes, gnawing, we're still dressed like police. Gnawing gonna, at the bones. I'm gonna use it's either prestidigitation or thaumaturgy. I don't know which one. Probably prestidigitation. To move the flame they just lit onto them. Why? They're covered in blood. So? It's pretty gross. I don't want to touch them. Mackenzie, can you roll perception for me? Yes. 14. You can't see their faces particularly clearly, but one of them uh, is very familiar to you particularly. You've... (laughs) Like, Boyfriend. there's something about him that makes you feel like you've seen this guy before. Do you want me to do a Mackenzie, or do you want me to wait so you can reconnect? I'm, con- I'm concerned about this hand gesture you just threw <laughs> out there. <laughs> um, Alright, I reckon we are still dressed like police. Yeah. We rush on in there yelling, stop police, and scare the bejesus out. Right, right, but, right. But, okay. I... Can I just, can I just ask, gang? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I'm not the most refined person. True. But what are we majorly worried about right now with them? Like, what's our concern? I don't know. Well, all right. There's a couple of things happening here. Are we still in the bushes? Can we see us? No, I haven't seen you yet. We're, oh. we're stealth. We're stealthed. But Mackenzie, you might know one of them, right? Apparently. I push Mackenzie out of the bush. And I'm like, Gary, is that you? <laughs> and then I jump back in the bush. Okay. They stop, <laughs> com- like, immediately and turn, like... Like, very fast, sort of animal speed, their heads turn to look at the commotion. All right, so having <laughs> been thrown out of my stealth, and I will fuck you up for this later, um, Mackenzie goes, oh, shit, uh, <clears throat> stop police! And she runs at him. You're going to run? At oh, God. <laughs> it's going worse than I thought. Yep. <laughs> I'm banking on them bolting. <laughs> <laughs> the the one the closest And I've got my bashing stick out. The closest one stands his ground and looks at you and goes ha, 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 ha. Oh I think we've met before And you can see as that the fire lights up his eyes. It's Grizzlebugger. Now Grizzlebugger is the swag man that way, way back on your way to Hogan's knife, you decided to fight and he stabbed you <laughs> <laughs> and left you quite injured before retreating into the bushes. Well, luckily I've leveled up since Whoops. then. <laughs> and there's something a little bit different about him though. It's it's kind of like he's wearing a big coat, he's got a big hat, um, he's wearing like dirty gloves. But his eyes look red-rimmed, like he hasn't slept for a long time. And he's, um, you can see his, like, yellow rotted teeth uh, through his beard, which is very, very unkempt and hiding most of his face. He looks very confident. And he's quite a tall man, and he's just grinning at you. I'm going to cast Ice Storm, which okay. is my new spell. Go for it. All right. So... <clears throat> A hail of rock-hard ice pounds into the ground in a 20-foot radius, 40-foot-high cylinder, centred on a point. Now, this is your first fourth-level spell, we should uh, add. Uh, Yes, yes, it is. Um, So everyone in it has to make a dexterity saving throw. We're not in it, are we? No. No. (laughs) You should be, after pushing her out. (laughs) 18 and 15. Okay, so they're both... That's okay for both, but then you're going to take half yep. damage. So, okay, so 14 bludgeoning damage, uh-huh. and 
and 22 cold damage. So that is a total of 36. Mm-hmm. That's half. Yes. Okay. Um, it's a, the first fourth level spell. When take not playing around anymore. You guys are getting powerful. Damn. Now. And Mackenzie's a little bit like fucking. Is, is just a little bit excited about bit how that went. Herself. Bit chuffed. Bit <laughs> chuffed. She's like, I'm a fucking ice queen. <laughs> so yeah, indeed. Like you guys have not seen this before. There is a, a rumbling in the air, and large blocks of ice start to rain down uh, over the area where the campfire is. Okay. And um, until the end of my next turn as well, they're standing in difficult terrain. I've made yep. it like a little battlefield. So um, they look quite shocked and the other guy who has barely stood up yet um gets particularly uh crushed by this ice and um he's really not looking in a good way it knocks his hat off and what you (laughs) notice is that a lot of his head the skin is peeled away hair is missing and you can even see skull in one part and the skin is kind of rotted around that now, the Grizzle Bugger, on the other hand, he does take a considerable hit, but the ice doesn't seem to be doing as much damage as you would have expected. He doesn't seem to be that hurt by the cold. He's taken aback by this thing. You've, you've injured him a bit, but he seems to have some sort of resistance to this attack. Not typical. And he uh, says, well, things have changed a lot since we met last, haven't they? Why are you cockney? Um, I'm not cockney, love. (laughs) I'm an Aussie. (laughs) Okay. Is anyone joining me in this fight? Let's just... I want to find out some more information. Something's obviously going on here. Ask him what's wrong with his friend's head. No. I'm I'm in fight mode. (laughs) I don't want to go near her. Near Mackenzie? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like she might hurt me. Okay, well, if you guys aren't going to do anything, I'm, I'm just going to attack him again. I'm, I come out and I'm like, mate, what's wrong with your head? Well, with old Eucalyptus Joe here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, as I said, things are a little bit different now, love, than yeah. they used to be. We used to I'm be... I'm show shooting shit at you. Rush it up. <laughs> we used to be afraid of coppers, but uh, not so much now. Why In fact... They... Oh, they did. Plank rips his shirt off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> In fact, this copper looks particularly tasty. What? No. Hey, guys. I took it off because I'm not a policeman, and so he licks, no threat at all. And he licks his lips. Oh, uh... guys, they're zombies. And you hear rustling. What? In the bushes. And you can see that you're being watched by more red-rimmed eyes. <laughs> and, oh, like, peering over horrible grey straggly beards. And the slow shuffle of swagmen coming out of the bushes. One, two, four, eight. One of them's even, like, walking towards you and... He's, like, hopping on one leg, and his leg's all torn up, but he doesn't seem <clears throat> to care. <sighs> Fuck you guys. I said I didn't want to come to this stupid fucking building. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear a shriek from behind you. Oh, my, my, we've got to get out of here, <laughs> quick! <laughs> Follow me into... We'll go to... To Unta Bunta. 
<laughs> Quickly, come! Let's come on! Right, Fine. I kind of want to take my my chances with the zombies. <laughs> so, yeah, you've got a choice. There's a lot of zombies, or um, Dip Dip Shit is running up to the billabong and he's beckoning for you to jump in and follow him. Yeah, I'm hurt. I'm going with him. <sighs> Fuck. Mm. I'm torn between an army of the dead or the thing I hate the most. Mm. <laughs> but I love you. Oh, God, I hate you. <laughs> yes, sir, my friend. Come on, we be splashing and swimming and diving. <laughs> ah, fuck's sake. Um, Mackenzie goes over and, and follows the billabong. Dude. I'm going to yell at that grizzle guy. How hard are you to kill? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty fucking hard, mate. Plank runs towards the billabong. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, well hard, mate. The last thing you see is these jeering, red-eyed, horrible swagmen laughing with yellow teeth as you guys jump into the very cold, Ugh. inky, smelly waters of the billabong and disappear under wow. the surface. Poverty, right? Not even once. <laughs> And I think that's where we're going to end this part of the adventure. And we will continue it next week in the Bunyips of Buggered Up Billabong Part 2. Yay! Yay! (laughs) How was that? It was something. Yeah. Every time we start an adventure, I'm like, I know where this is going. And then I don't. (laughs) It's all all part of the service, That's why I never guess. All right. Well, look, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Obviously, uh, really appreciate that. Um, and thank you for your support. You can go to fruitlesspursuits.com to find out everything else that we're doing, as long as well as links to other things like our Facebook discussion group. We'd love to hear from you there. And uh, we've also got our new social media blitz, if you remember from last week. Yes. So you can follow us on Instagram at Dungeons and Drongos, on Twitter at ddrongos, or on Facebook, just search Dungeons and Drongos and like our page. And it's just lots of fun, stuff from the show, hang out, chat, and have a good time. And we also have a a post office box if you would like to send something to us. Yes, we do. So if you want to send something to your favorite adventurers... It's P.O. Box 521 Quinana, which is K-W-I-N-A-N-A, which is a pretty fantasy Australia sounding location. Uh, Ours would probably be Quimana. (laughs) So Quinana, Western Australia, 6966. Also hilarious. (laughs) Quinana, home of Australia's biggest Quim banana. (laughs) I'm not familiar with that species of banana. <laughs> and you can also follow my Instagram at Paris Burns. There we go. And uh, you guys, the other side of the table. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Hog Sandwich. You can find me on Twitter at Zach W Hall. Oh, did you change it? Nope, it's always been that. <laughs> wow. I've just been telling people the wrong thing. <laughs> I bet people have been like. I've been trying to talk to you about Star Wars Rebels yeah. and you're not replying. You're going nuts. <laughs> Some guy in Spain just keeps saying, stop. <laughs> well, that's it, guys. Been, you've been giving people some shit for not actually um, talking to you about it. Turns stuff. out, like, you Turns were the out, bad guy all along. It was... Yeah. <laughs> Sabotaged myself. <laughs> it would not be the first time. Nope. <laughs> 
All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Uh, if that's it, then we're going to get out of here and see you next week for part two of this brand new adventure. Golly. Everything? Yes. Okay. Lack a day.